Welcome to Monster Chats, presented by Monster VoIP, where we share the tools, methods, and best practices that business leaders use to build new connections, strengthen relationships, and impact sales and organizations of all shapes and sizes. If you have any questions that come up during today's episode, please text them to 424-378-6966. Please welcome the founder of Monster VoIP, your host, Colin Mitchell. On today's episode, we're going to be talking with Joe Applebaum of Ajax Union. Joe and I are going to be talking about marketing, networking, and becoming a pro on LinkedIn. Joe is the CEO of Ajax Union, a company that started in January 2008. Within a few years, he grew to number 178 on the Inc. 5000. Their focus is currently supporting B2B companies with marketing, funnels, sales enablement, and lead generation. Joe is a LinkedIn strategist and a wannabe gangster rapper. Joe, welcome to Monster Chats. How you doing? Oh my gosh, thank you so much for having me. I'm doing as good as somebody can be doing during a crazy pandemic when planet Earth is off. <laughs> yeah, you know, one thing I love about you is with all the madness going on, and you're right in the thick of it in New York, right, where it's gotten hit the worst. You're still just smiles and positivity all the time. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. My goal is to realize that every single thing in my life doesn't just happen to me, but happens for me. So no matter whether it's, you know, family in the hospital, whether it's your business going down to nothing, whether it's your, fa your family, friends being affected in many different ways, relationships and so on. I believe that everything that happens, uh, that happens in our life is something that will make us more resilient and the pain that as long as it has purpose, will help us be able to grow and be able to be better human race. Yeah. I mean, you started your company in 2008, which was the last, you know, financial devastation, crisis. total devastation. Right. But we still said, you know what, we're going to do, we're going to build something. And so we were lucky that we did that. And I saw what happened in 2009 and in 2010, um, things were just blowing up for us. And I believe that that's going to happen in 2021, 2022 as well, because I saw it already. Um, and now, you know, the business, we're going to be able to impact a lot of people, make a lot, a big difference for a lot of people. And business will not just prevail, but things will get so much better than they ever were. You know, yeah. this pandemic and the way that it affected, it affected us so fast. Somebody was talking to me about the speed of the, mm -hmm. of the effect. And I said, everything is happening so much faster. Think about Instagram compared to how long it took Google to launch and how quickly Instagram became a, a sensation. Things are moving so much quicker. So... Things will fall faster, but they'll recover faster too. That's my opinion. Yeah, yeah. So before we dig in, tell us a little bit about your story, like a little bit deeper, your your personal journey, kind of where you started, where you're from, yeah, I, I, and then I, how you, yeah. So I was a teenager in my mother's store in the Lower East Side. So she was the breadwinner and she was always trying to figure out how to make money. And we didn't come from money. Her parents didn't have money. My father's parents didn't have money. And so they were trying to figure out, how do you make a living? And my mother decided, you know what? I'm entrepreneurial. I'm going to do this. She opened up a store on the Lower East Side, eventually became three stores, but she never quite made it past the million dollar mark. Eventually, after 10 years of trying, she went out of business because of 9-11. But me watching her suffer all those years and always struggling, it was always a struggle. You know this, if you're not getting over the million dollar mark, it's going to be a struggle. 96% of businesses are doing under a million dollars in revenue. So me, I have ingrained watching that struggle and wanting to solve that struggle. So I feel like my teenage wound is to be an entrepreneur, is to like help entrepreneurs to make a difference. When I launched my company, I was fortunate enough to 
build our company quickly. And when I started working full time at the company in 2009, I figured out how to build a business in a way that within 18 months, we were one of the fastest growing companies in the US. And so I asked myself when I started to look into myself to figure out who am I and what impact do I want to make in the world? I started asking myself, what lessons have I learned that I was able to grow the business so quickly versus what my mother had? And I, I believe that it came down to three major beliefs that small business owners have. And the number one belief that people have is that you need to be lucky to have a successful business. And that's what my mother believed. And she's like, I'm just not lucky or I'm just lucky or today we'll be in luck and today we'll win the lotto and this and that and the other thing. And I said, Ma, it's not about luck. I wasn't particularly lucky. I didn't learn any particular skills or have any particular money. I had a strategy. Tony Robbins said the right strategy will save you a decade. So for me, I learned this lesson early watching this and saying, I'm going to do things differently. I'm going to actually have a plan. I'm going to do the math. I'm going to say, I need X amount of customers to pay me X amount per month. I need it to be residual. I need to have a certain profit margin. I need them to prepay me. There were certain things I needed to put in place strategically in order for me to be able to grow at the, at, the, at the speed that I wanted to grow. So I realized the importance of strategy. And the other thing that I realized is that my mother never really trusted anybody. She didn't trust the government. She didn't trust employees and she didn't trust competitors. Mm. For me, my first hire was a salesperson. So I, my mother never wanted to hire a salesperson because she said, if a person's better than you at sales, they're going to take over your business. What I realized is that not everybody wants to be an entrepreneur. As a matter of fact, 99% of people don't want to be an entrepreneur. Most entrepreneurs don't want to be entrepreneurs. So they create a job for themselves and they call it entrepreneurship. Yeah. You want to be an entrepreneur, you need to have a serious amount of trust in your people and you need to surround yourself with people that are smarter than you. Not people yeah. that are dumber than you that you can control, but people that are smarter than you and that you could learn from. And that's basically what I did, I hired someone that has a PhD in mathematical neuroscience to create systems and processes in my company. Now she's running the company and now we're partnered at doing Evergreen. So the beauty is that doing things with people and trusting the people, trusting the government, trusting your competitors is really important. And if you don't trust yourself, you don't have that self-confidence, you're not going to be able to grow. So for me, watching my mother was a big inspiration, but also watching mm -hmm. a lot of business owners fail. Most of the companies that we help, we've serviced over 1,100 companies over the past decade of being in business. And most of those companies went out of business because most companies go out of business within three years. And then I watched the companies on the Inc. 500, and I don't know if you knew this, but most of the companies on the Inc. 500 have been there more than one year. Many of them have been there more than two years, some of them more than five and even 10 years. So mm -hmm. watching those CEOs, and I interviewed over 100 of them for my own podcast, just to have conversations with them to figure out, hey, what are you doing? And I found that they're all doing very similar things in terms of methodology, mindset. They're learning from their failures. They're mm -hmm. always progressing. They keep mm -hmm. going on no matter what. They have core values. They're not just doing random things and getting lucky, but they're aware and they're trying to make a difference and they're driven with purpose. And so I decided that I'm going to do that myself. So I had to develop myself and become aware of my insecurities. Also, along the way, I lost 95 pounds. I had to figure out how to kind of change my body, change my mind, change my beliefs. And so coming from a, a very religious home where there's a lot of dogma and all that, very different to question certain things. Mm -hmm. um, so I had to learn like what I wanted to keep and what I wanted to change. And doing that has changed me as a person. But it didn't come from religious studies. It came from business. And for me, entrepreneurship is a very spiritual thing being able to add value to other people in a meaningful way, not just try to make a buck, but really be able to add value, make a difference for somebody. 
is really, really important. And so re- coming from a growth mindset, coming from a mindset of abundance, you can get a lot more. And that's basically yeah. my story. So I, I want to go back to a couple of things. And, you know, I think that it's important, you know, you talk about providing value and in, in, in helping people, right? And a lot of people say that, right? But a lot of people don't have the proof or the action that's ap- actually happening to back that up. And, and, and you do. We talked a little bit before. So tell, tell, tell people a little bit about what you guys have been doing lately just to serve and be helpful because of the current situation. I think that it's important people understand, you know, what you guys have been doing over there. Yeah, I mean, overnight, our business completely got wiped out, right? So like almost all of our clients are out of business because, you know, a helicopter company, they can't fly helicopters. A manufacturing plant has to close down. I mean, we had so many clients. An immigration company, immigration's closed. So I mean, all the many of our clients are just you know trade show building company, no trade shows happening. So everything is basically for the most part is turned off unless you're servicing essential clients, and even that they're like we don't need more business because we're too busy. Right. So you know what what we what we realized is that now's the time where we just have to serve, add value. So we have a training company called Evergreen where we teach people how to go from a lurker to an influencer in just 15 minutes a day. But people don't have money for courses right now. So what we did was we said anyone that was affected by COVID, the government's giving a trillion dollars or whatever. We're going to give out $100,000 worth of education to people that have been suffering. And we gave out in the past couple of weeks over $100,000 worth of courses to people. And they're, they're taking it seriously. They're learning our program. They're learning how to network. They're learning how to post, how to engage, how to message, how to do the right things implement the right strategy because the right strategy will save you a decade. We teach Mm -hmm. them how to create a dashboard, how to optimize their profile, how to reach out to people in ways that they'll actually get on the phone with them. And people are actually closing deals as a result of it. And they're generating income in a time where people are close uh, or have their wallets closed. But the fact is that if you can add value in a meaningful way and connect with the right people with the right message at the right time, you're going to end up getting more clients. It's the reality of it. Mm-hmm. And most of your clients are going to come from networking. Most of your ideal clients come from networking and most people are not tapping into their network. So that's one thing that we're doing. We're doing strategy sessions for companies. I'm doing lots of podcasts. I'm doing record webinars, free webinars where we're just adding value to people. And look, at the end of the day, I want to support people. I want to make a difference for people, not just talk about adding value, but specifically figure out and value is different to different people. So some people, they want education. Some people want introductions. Some people want information. Some people want invitations. So we're doing webinars. I I invited you to an event that we're doing for founders of Inc. 500 companies. I sent an email to 500 CEOs of 2019's um, Inc. 5000. We did one last Monday. And everybody was so thankful that somebody got up, talked about the PPP loans, talked about their experience. Everyone was sharing different ideas. Some of the CEOs were doing really, really well, like the ones that were in e-commerce. And mm-hmm. some of them were, you know, that were manufacturing, like in Detroit, servicing the auto industry, completely devastated. So we heard from all the different CEOs and they all built relationships with each other. And now they're supporting each other. And that's the environment that we're creating. And that's what we're doing to give back. Wow. That's incredible. I mean, because especially, you know, you sharing that, you know, a lot of your clients have gone out of business or they're not, you know, you can't market because they're closed or, you know, so, I mean, you guys are struggling a little bit as a business, right? And to be able to not, you know, feel sorry for yourself or stop what you're doing, but just 
stay positive, stay amped up as, you know, as you always are and just continue to serve, you know, and do it with a smile. That that's incredible. I listen, I've been working on myself with coaches, with consultants, with courses, with, you know, doing the Tony Robbins and the landmark and all the different programs that helps you develop as a human being. And I feel like I've been preparing for this war and calling it a war. I've been preparing yeah. for this war of my inner self and my inner emotions. Yeah. I even spent several months doing day trading when the market in 2018, 2017, like when things were going crazy, just to be able to learn about my emotions, my impulses, my greed, and be able mm -hmm. to kind of control that and be able to have a strategy instead of going crazy. So I learned a tremendous amount about myself. And this is the only reason I'm able to do this because I have systems and processes about how I wake up in the morning and the things that I do and the way that I get myself in the right state by exercising, by meditating, by journaling, by having gratitude and by rooting myself to the present, by working on my fascia. Um, and that's, that's how I'm able to be able to be present for other people. Because if you don't fill your own cup, you're not going to be able to provide for other people. Somebody once yeah. told me, said, Joe, fill up your cup so much that you need to have a bowl underneath because it's overflowing the blessings. And when your blessings overflow, you can give from the bowl under your cup. You can give as much as you want out, but your cup mm -hmm. has to be full. And so many people are running on empty and they're That's wondering true. why they can't be present for their kids, for their family, for their wife. You got to be full. If you want to be excited about life, if you want to be able to be intimate with other people, you need to be calm and relaxed and at peace. Otherwise, you're always going to be stuck deer in the headlights and full of fear. Mm, yeah, I love that. Um, I think so many people don't understand that it's, it's a personal inside job that needs to be done in order to then be able to be successful in their personal or their professional life. And it's often because they're lacking awareness because you know, Abe Maslow talks about the hierarchy of needs is because they don't have their basic human needs met. If somebody doesn't drink enough water, a 5% drop in hydration is a 30% drop in energy. If somebody doesn't get enough sleep because people are not sleeping because the market's down. If somebody is not exercising and getting movement in their body, they're not getting enough oxygen in their body. If you're not having sex, these are the things that are going to limit your potential as a human being from even being able to get to the next level and being able to have that awareness to understand that it's an inside job. So if you're not drinking water, if you're not sleeping, if you're not taking care of your basic human needs, it's going to be very difficult for you to perform as an entrepreneur. So if you're listening to this, drink a sip of water, drink half of your weight in ounces. I wrote a book called High Energy Secrets. How I Lost 95 Pounds and Kept It Off. And I talk about apple cider vinegar and electrolytes and all the different hacks and the different things that I learned. But the main thing is drink more water. Yeah, yeah. So I think the biggest thing that you have kind of touched on uh, many times is the strategy, right? So a lot of people try different marketing hacks or, you know, shortcuts or, you know, the newest thing or, you know, they half-heartedly try networking um, either with the wrong intentions, no goal in mind, or no strategy. So tell us a little bit about, you know, how you guys do things differently as far as, you know, creating the proper strategy and getting the proper goals, you know, in mind for marketing and networking. So when we're teaching somebody networking, especially on LinkedIn, we have three simple steps that we take people through. I believe that if something is too complicated, you don't understand it. 
So we understand it so well. Last year, I generated $750,000 in new business for Ajax Union directly from my LinkedIn. And this year, I have a $2 million pipeline. Although I'm not going to close most of it during the pandemic, I believe Q3, Q4 is going to be my best quarters ever because I have a massive pipeline of people that are ready, A, to come back and to close. And it comes from my network and my three steps. So step number one is branding. Branding means you got to understand your brand. You've got to have a strategy. And a strategy needs to be really simple, right? Step one, two, three. What is your plan? Who are the people that you're targeting? And what is the message that you're giving them? So coming up with your business plan, marketing plan, and LinkedIn plan is super important. We have a playbook that we walk people through how to do that. Second thing is understanding who you're targeting. If you're speaking to everybody, there are 650 million members on LinkedIn, 40% login every day, a million posts go up every single day. So there's a lot of attention, but you can't be speaking to everybody. My goal is not to go viral. I want the right 1,000 people to see me 1,000 times a year. As a matter of fact, the way we connected is because my target market is CEOs of the Inc. 5000 that are of a specific category. That's why me and you are even talking because I connected to you proactively when you hit the Inc. 5000 in 2019. I know who my target market is. If you don't have a clarity on who the influencers, decision makers, buyers, and users are within the industries that you want to target and connect with those people, you're going to fail. So we have a persona discovery tool that teaches you how to do that. And then the third thing is coming up with your pitch, your perfect pitch. What is the promise that you're giving people? What is the messaging? Now, you can't come up with your messaging if you don't know who you're talking to. And you're not going to get to your goals unless you're targeting the right people. So that's why strategy is so important. In branding, it's very simple. Plan, people, promise. Once you have that done and you have a written strategy, which only takes 15 minutes a day, three days, you get it all done. Then the next step is creating assets. That means that you want to be building assets. Now, you're going to ask Joe, why, why do we need assets to be networking? It's because you're not going to stay top of mind with people unless you're doing things consistently. Networking is about consistency. I'll say this again. Networking is not a one-time thing that you do. It's a thing that you do consistently over time. you got to emerge yourself, but then you need that reps. You need the reps, 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 reps. Otherwise, you're not going to get the results from networking. You don't see the fruits of your labor right away. It's about creating the right stories, making sure that people understand your story, just like I shared many different aspects of my story today because I use the tools that I learned through coaching and through programs to pull all those stories out of my system, whether it's the most popular questions people ask me about my business, whether it's the case studies, whether it's the way that we support people or the stories in my life and what drives me. So making sure you get clear on your stories and write them all down and then understanding how to optimize your profile. You, you go to your profile, most people's profiles are completely not optimized and they don't talk about who their target market is, they don't talk about what their messaging is and they don't have stories there and they don't have call to action. So we break down your profile into three sections, the identity, the summary, and the history. And once you do those three sections correctly, then you can be successful. And then there's the dashboards section of your assets. You need to have a content calendar an asset library, you need to have a dashboard with all your connections. I mean, if I showed you my dashboard right now, your mind would be blown because I have every CEO in the Inc. 5000 in my dashboard. The ones that accepted me, the ones that rejected me, the ones that are still pending, the ones that I've already been connected to before, the ones that I actually have a relationship with. And I can show you how many followers they have on LinkedIn. I could show you like all the information about them inside a dashboard most people are not tracking. These are, are you, things. Yeah, are you using any particular tool for that or, or is Excel. this? Excel, I'm using Excel. We have custom <laughs> dashboards that we give our students made in Excel that anybody can use, replicate, change, and adapt to yourself. 
I don't like doing things in overkill. I like being really, really simple. So again, I'm not targeting a, a millions of people. I want a thousand people to see me a thousand times a year. So our dashboards are super simple. Our content calendar is in Excel. Our asset library is in Excel. Our activity dashboard that we have to track your activity, it's in Excel. All of it, our virtual admin checklists, they're all in Excel. Everything that we have is in Excel, keeps it really simple, put it in a Google sheet, share it and have a good day. So that's the third thing. Once you have your assets in order, now it's about taking action. We call this booming. Boomin has three simple steps, posting, engaging, and messaging. So these are the three most important proactive activities you need to be doing each day. You need to be posting. Now there are six different types of posts that you could be posting. So understanding not just posting information with a link, but doing it the right way. Understanding mm -hmm. how to post not just random articles, but evergreen articles, articles that last forever, that people can share over and over and over and give you the clout that you need. And then doing video the right way, doing images, doing animated GIFs. I mean, I don't know if you've done this before, but animated GIFs get a rocketed amount of, of exposure on LinkedIn, but understanding how to create them and how to publish them in a way that's meaningful, understanding how to do documents, how to do audio on LinkedIn is really important. So posting is important. I don't know if you know this, but a post dies after 24 hours. Mm -hmm. Post dies. So if you're not posting every day, you're missing out. There are 650 million people on LinkedIn. 40% are engaged daily. Mm -hmm. But only a million posts go up a day. And most of them are from me. Yeah. <laughs> and, and even with that, right? So if you're posting every day, you know, only single digit percentage of your connections are even going to see your posts. Yeah. So 5% of your connections see your posts. And if you have a thousand connections, that means 50 people will see your posts. 50 people every single day seeing a post is extremely valuable because those 50 people are not random schmoes from the internet. Those are people that know you, like you, and trust you. Many of them have worked with you. They have, they're in the position to refer business to you. So if you're proactive and you add the right connections, you're much more likely to get business from those people, but you have to stay top of mind. The name of the game in networking, and I want everyone to write this down, the name of the game with networking is top of mind. Mm -hmm. If you are out of mind, if you're out of sight, you're out of mind. And I say, if you're out of sight, you're out of your mind. You've got to get <laughs> top of mind with people. And the second thing is engaging. Engaging builds credibility. Most people are lurkers. They're not commenting. Mm -hmm. They're not liking. They're not mentioning. They're not endorsing. They're not recommending. So we teach you how to do all those things. And we give you ad libs, scripts that you can use that are effective engagement tool to help you engage. Learn how to use the right hashtags. Learn how to search hashtags. All that stuff is really important. Mm. And then the last thing is direct messaging. They say, here's a famous saying that I once heard. If you build it, they will come. Really? I built it so many times. Nobody came. Yeah. Nobody came. What you got to do is you need outreach. So messaging is about outreach. I reached out to you with a message. That's how we connected. Yeah. I said, congratulations on hitting the Inc. 5000 in 2019. I literally looked up the message. I messaged you multiple times and that's how we built the relationship. Then you replied and I replied and you replied. Now we're on a podcast and right, who knows, right. we're going to do business together. Maybe I'll hire you. Maybe you'll hire me. Maybe we'll refer business to each other. Right. We're going to do business together in the future. And the beauty is that messaging works. It might not work on the first shot. As a matter of fact, 80% of salespeople never send more than two messages, but 80% of sales get done between five and 12 messages. So, so most people suck because they're not following up. So yeah. number two, so number one is the, the number one is staying top of mind is really important when networking. 
But the second most important rule of networking after your top of mind is to actually follow up. I send out people countless follow-ups. I don't even count. I can follow up with somebody 50 times. Eventually, I'm going to get through. So I'm not just going to follow up on LinkedIn. I'll follow up on Instagram, on Facebook. I'll send out emails. I'll text them. I'll call them. And I'll do it all in repetition and all in a classy way. See, I'm not trying to sell anything to the people I'm connected to on LinkedIn. I use greeting, feeding, and meeting. And the one thing we teach you not to do is sell. Never sell when you're networking. When you go to a networking event and somebody tries to sell you, you vomit instantly. (laughs) That's what happens. You get an allergic reaction to sales. So I always tell people, don't sell because selling is smelling. Instead, what you want to do is wear deodorant. Instead, you want to use greeting, feeding, and meeting. And hopefully, Mm. following the approach of Brandon Bilden and Boomin, you'll be able to go from a lurker to an influencer. And all this, it only takes 15 minutes a day. Wow. Boom. Boom. <laughs> uh, all right. Awesome. So, I mean, and so 15 minutes a day for just total LinkedIn success with the right strategy. But you have to be proactive. Okay. You have to have a content calendar and asset library. You got to work off dashboards. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know this, Colin. If you're not working yeah. off a dashboard, then you're randomly logging in and spending time on the feed. I'm not opposed to spending time on the feed, but do it after you do your activities. When your employees come in, you want them to work off a checklist. Imagine a nurse walked in and said, you know what, we're not using a checklist today. Let's just randomly stab the patient with stuff. How much, who cares? No, you use a checklist. Same thing when you're flying a plane. The most, I went with the Navy SEAL, an EO member. We went on a plane and before we take off, he pulls out his checklist. I'm like, you do this every day. Why do you need a checklist? He's like, because otherwise we die. Otherwise, we die. We have a checklist. Which is really relatable for business, right? If you're not doing this, your business dies. Yeah. Your business could die. It's more like growing, you're dying. You've got to use a checklist. You've got to use systems and processes. Success is really, it's predictable. You can predict whether you'll be successful or not if you take the right actions based on a proven methodology. Listen, you're not the first person that got business from networking and you won't be the last. Mm -hmm. So just Success leaves clues. What people are doing that's working, just do that. Do more of it. Do it consistently. Do it with repetition. And I guarantee you, you're going to have success if you're targeting the right people, you have a clear goal with the right messaging, with the right strategy. You're going to save a decade. Mm. Mm. All right. Awesome. Joe, we're going to take a quick break just to tell people what we do here at Monster Voice. We help companies improve their communication tools uh, and save them 30 to 50% off their business phone bill in the process. If you'd like to learn more, you can text us at 424-378-6966. Thanks so much so far, man. We covered so much. Um, And before I let you go, uh, just tell people a little bit where they can find you, you know, how they can find out more about Ajax, where they can, you know, find their courses, things like that. How can they, you know, connect with you? Yeah, so one call to action for everybody. Go to www.joelinkedin.com. You're not going to know how to spell my last name, but you can certainly spell Joe. So go to joelinkedin.com and you will get to my LinkedIn profile. Now, when you're at my LinkedIn profile, there's an about section. I encourage you to read the full about section. It's only 2,000 characters, but I walk you through the free webinars that you can watch. I walk you through how to set up a call with me. I walk you through my podcast, all the different things that you want to learn about me. I even have an article there called an extended LinkedIn article that breaks down the seven things you want to know about me, including access to my book and how to sign up for my newsletter and all the different things. So just go to joelinkedin.com, 
send me a connection request. Tell me that you heard me on Colin's podcast so that I know where you came from. And let's build a relationship together. My goal is not just to randomly connect with strangers from the internet. My goal is to learn who you are, what you're looking for, introduce you to my clients and my friends and my network, and actually add value to you based on what you need in your life in that moment. So whether you need inspiration, whether you need new business, whether you just need a friend, I am here to add value to you and be there for you when you need me. So thank you very much for having me on this program, Colin. Yeah. And thank you very much for listening to this. Yeah. And if they need motivation, right? Yeah. If you need some motivation. Yeah. Are you going to, are you going to, can we end with, can we end with a rap? Yeah, of course. Do you have a beat for me or should we just uh, rock and roll? Just rock and yeah. roll. My name is Joe and I'm the LinkedIn pro. Everybody out there, they just want to grow, but they're not posting. They're just coasting. Don't be like them and get your LinkedIn toasting. To be an influencer and not just a lurker, you need to start to post and don't be like most. But you might say that LinkedIn doesn't work. You don't work because you dabble and lurk. So that's oh. uh, part of my talk. You like that? Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> All right, man. Thanks so much, Joe. Appreciate it. All right. Awesome. We'll see All right. Later. If, yeah, if you're listening to the podcast, please subscribe, share, and uh, give us your comments. We're welcome to hear your feedback. The show is for you. Thanks so much, Joe. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for tuning in for another episode of Monster Chats presented by Monster Voip, where we share the tools, methods, and best practices that business leaders use to build new connections, strengthen relationships, and impact sales in organizations of all shapes and sizes. If you have any questions from today's show and want to reach us directly, please text your question to 424-378-6966.